a playlist original. Welcome back to another episode of RTBP. I'm so glad you're here. Today I have one of my high school best friends, Lindsay, back on the podcast. She was on some episodes back in the day. I'll put the links to those in the episode show notes if you want to learn a little bit more about her. But we have a fun chat about her wedding, about money, and this new cool endeavor that she's working on Then, of course, we get into some celebrity gossip. We talk a little bit about High School Musical, the musical, the series. And if you're listening to this come August, it's already out. Season three is out, baby. I hope you've listened to it. I am currently somewhere in the United States, hopefully without a sunburn, enjoying my best East Coast life. (laughs) Anyways... If you haven't already, you should follow me on social media at RTBP Podcast and pick up a piece of RTBP merch. You can find the links to that in the episode show notes. Also, I just want to say, not that this podcast is tangential, it does definitely fit. But when we talk about money and budgeting and a few other things like that, we do get into some like high school high school horror stories of like teenage jobs we had so I don't know stay for the laughs I will give you a little bit of BTS I laughed so hard I knocked my glasses off my face I was doing that big of a demonstration (laughs) for (laughs) for one of the stories I talk with my hands okay okay that's it from me I'll see you on the other side. Here is my conversation with Lindsay. I'm back with a very special guest, Lindsay from the Woke Wallet Project. Lindsay, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good. I'm so glad to be recording. You have been on this podcast twice, so the OG listeners will know. You were on episode 19 and 29. We're at episode 104, 103. Which is so wild. That was yeah. That was my like you know the Hotmail accounts. Yes, you were Lindsay Tupper one hundred and three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I knew you. Oh my god, back then. Yeah. (laughs) That's so funny. That was like my MSN login. Yeah. Yeah, and I was Tortor six (laughs) hundred (laughs) six. I still have a Hotmail. It's not Tortor six. Tortor 606 but like every time I go to a store and they're like oh can I look up your account via email I'm like oh my blah, god blah, blah, at hotmail.com and I'm like ew I'm so tacky <laughs> like, <laughs> but like case okay, tr- switching over your email after you've had it for fucking like 25 years is such a pain it's more of a pain than changing your physical address for like everything so I just I just like forward it to like a more respectable gmail account now I know but this is the embarrassing thing is I don't trust that (laughs) yeah (laughs) like I'm like why don't I trust that I know it works I like do it with my work email but for some reason I'm like I just don't trust it (laughs) (laughs) so last time you were on the podcast 
we were talking about your wedding and it was like in the midst of COVID, but your wedding has come and gone. Your honeymoon has come and gone and it was so much fun. Your wedding was literally the most beautiful thing I have ever seen. And on the pod, you were like telling me you were like basically canceling it (laughs) and it was like a live reaction, which was amazing. Like just adding drama to this podcast, but you eventually did reschedule And we went to Mexico and we celebrated you and your husband. And it was so, it was so much fun. It was really great. So I just, I didn't know really what was going to go down at our wedding because I just did not take like a hands-on approach. I kind of just left it to my partner and was like, okay, here you go. (laughs) Which is so weird, I feel like. Because I feel like he did such a good job, like truly so good but like I just can't believe that because I just feel like normally you would want to plan all the details I like I just get overwhelmed and I just procrastinate and I just like I'm not a great human being (laughs) 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 but the biggest surprise what well we knew that we were going to have a traditional like Mayan ceremony um so nothing to do with religion nothing it was just about like incorporating the elements of the earth. Um, but you should have seen my face. Maybe you did when I walked down the aisle and there was a naked shaman standing yes, at the yes. edge yes. of the end of the aisle. So that was yes. surprise number one. Surprise number two was when he made every single guest come up and say like a, a well wish for yeah. you and I. Yeah, I'm ready to be petty. <laughs> yes, literally. I'm ready to be a petty about your officiant. Like, okay, but okay, so okay, let me set the stage. We are at like a 30 under 30 person wedding, like 24 people or whatever. Mm-hmm. We're in beautiful Mexico. Um, we're on the beach. We're all sitting in our little chairs watching Lindsay and Diego get married by yeah, two Mayan officiants and we're nearing the end of like the ceremony and he's like okay now um like people will stand up and give a well wish to the couple and I was like oh like he's meeting like the parents the the immediate family members and he he starts going down all the fucking rows (laughs) I'm in the back row being like oh my fucking god there's a microphone involved and people I feel like would be like will you podcast with a microphone every single day but I'm like this gets heavily edited (laughs) and I am on the spot I don't have a speech prepared or anything like that but it was totally fine and actually that's the first thing like obviously I get home all my friends all my family members my mom's asking how did the wedding go and stuff and that's actually the first thing I bring up it was so beautiful and you Sometimes, okay, I'm getting into the weeds of it, but, like, sometimes, you know, when you're, like, at work and, like, people are going through updates or whatever, and you're just like, oh, just get to the next person. I was, like, really scared about that. No, I was weeping. Everyone did such a beautiful job. It was so special. And when do you ever get your, like, closest family and friends to kind of say those things out loud? Like, I know people write them in cards or, like, maybe say it in passing or text or whatever, but, like, to have that, like, it was so special. It was... If I had a small wedding, which people know I'm not going to have a wedding because of my side profile, I could cannot stand at the altar. I would have to angle towards the audience. But like if I did, 
I would want that, like, people to do that. <laughs> it was it was really beautiful. There was not a dry eye. I have no. literally nothing to be petty about my wedding. It was yeah. it was perfect. <laughs> For me, it was perfect. <laughs> literally, me too. And, like, I've only cried in my life three times. Happy tears. And that was the third time. Totally. Oh, I'm so glad. That makes me, like, oh, makes my heart warm. It was also funny, I'm not going to call her out, but when someone at our table broke their entire ceviche wine glass that it was, like, held in. Hey. But, like, we just over overindulged at the cocktail <laughs> hour. <laughs> like, uh. I did not know that uh, the wedding planner, they were going to go around. They put Sorry, they put on the song Tequila and then went around. Yes. And were, they were pouring bottles of tequila in people's mouths. Before yes. the Ora Loca. So like by the Ora Loca, yes. I'm like, well, we already we already had this. <laughs> yes. But- okay. Also, we should explain you we we were at a Colombian wedding because your husband is Colombian. Mm-hmm. So his dad, who's like must be in his seventies or eighties. Like was almost. Like on the cusp. Okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> cut this out, cut this out. This very young looking six like man in his sixties was pouring alcohol, Colombian alcohol Red down DMT. my throat. Yeah. Yes. Down my throat on the dance floor. It was iconic. So you know like when you go look at through your wedding album, I have not made my wedding album yet, side note, because I just procrastinate. This is why I did not plan my wedding. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So when you go through like all the photos, there are like a few beautiful photos. But then once after the ceremony, like the ceremony is like people crying and like just people really happy and like a lot of love and hugging everybody. Then you go to the mariachi. And yes. I, was, oh, I loved that. I was not like around really for the mariachi part because Diego and I were taking our photos. But, like, then I see the photos of my friends and they're taking shots. And then it just gets, like, more and more, like, loco. (laughs) At the end of the night, there are photos of Tori. Like, yeah. The agua dienta being poured down her throat. Like, down her chin. (laughs) Down the front of my beautiful dress. It was so crying <laughs> oh like, my God. it became like from like really elegant and then everybody was just like straight trash okay. yeah but I loved it because at Colombian weddings big emphasis on alcohol big emphasis on dancing and this aura loca which I had never experienced before but it's just it's like madness yeah it's madness it's like crazy kind of cumbia like it's like African root kind of music from the north of Colombia and they the the music you just like can't not dance like even if you're like a horrible dancer you're just like you can't Me. stop <laughs> like i was like i just want to like you know my like shimmy snap yeah and a little <laughs> shimmy and i was like this is literally the most embarrassing moment of my life and then i was like Diego's dad, get over here and pour that aqua diente down my throat so i can continue to dance <laughs> but like I will say that I've been to an Australian wedding and I was like, Australians are known to party hard, but the Colombians, I feel like, take the cake. They do. They do. And like, 
side note not no drugs were involved <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. People yeah assume, it was clean fun yeah <laughs> clean colombian fun <laughs> yes <laughs> oh my gosh so you have embarked on other than marriage you have embarked on another journey you have started an instagram account called the woke wallet project do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about that so full disclosure, like my dream job really is just to be an influencer. But like the same. Oh, I know. Like I <laughs> like no shame. I no shame. I I just think it's like the coolest thing to be an influencer. But like one, I'm not that cool. I'm like- <laughs> neither like if, <laughs> if you could see the zoom combo the video right now you would understand what I'm talking about like <laughs> you look cute I'm in my pajamas <laughs> I'm on like day four hair <laughs> you have your Britney Spears mic <laughs> I love it <laughs> yeah so I thought well I like I really like Instagram I really like how it connects people I like how you can share information so easily and then you can kind of people just like follow what speaks to them too so I just thought okay well what can I offer the Instagram community and first I was thinking well like maybe I could go down like finance and investment route or like accounting but like who the fuck wants to hear about like that's not exciting (laughs) So then I thought, well, something that I've been, like, really involved in, like, personally the past three or four years, like, I've become really into budgeting, and I've just seen, like, how it's changed my life, and also, like, how I think as a consumer now, too. Um, So I thought, well, why don't I, why don't I talk about budgeting and what I've done and how it's helped me get into a better, like, position financially? So that's kind of how the Woke Wallet project started. So it's a new project. I think it's probably going to evolve because it's kind of, it's kind of a new territory for me. Like even, you know, like editing posts and stuff or just trying to create something that's, that's to an audience for people who, you know, can apply it to their everyday lives. Like not using things that are like super technical, you know. Basically, like four years ago, like I was like, I really was just living like paycheck to paycheck. Like I, I think like a lot of us millennials, we just think like, okay, we can never like afford a house or, you know, have the American dream or have the life that our parents gave us as children. So like, we just kind of like wash our hands clean and we're like, okay, well, fuck it. Like I'm in a YOLO. I don't know what else to say other than YOLO, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah. And I was just kind of like, I was almost like a bitter Betty about it. And then I just, I didn't really know where my money was going. And sometimes I would be like over, like my visa bill would be over and I'd be like, well, like what the hell? Like I, I don't know how this is happening and stuff. So when I met my partner, he like encouraged me to start budgeting and saving but I my income was like it was just like too low (laughs) like I just I was living like downtown Vancouver and I just like I thought I couldn't do it and and anyway but I I think I've I started to like hear the same thing from my peers so when we started to save together is when I think I started to learn better about 
what works the best. So I feel like with budgeting, it's kind of just a momentum that you have to get into. Like when you start budgeting little by little, like you just get the wheels moving and it just gets easier. And it just, then it just becomes part of your daily life. And then what I've also learned about budgeting, it's kind of like macro counting. Like I apologize if that is a trigger for anybody, but I think people understand what they already know. So if I, if I speak in terms of like macros, maybe it's more familiar for people or even like the concept of like a numerical, like maximum, like calorie counting or like maybe people aren't as damaged as I am because like (laughs) weight watchers on like at age 13 you know like yeah yes I do know (laughs) yes 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 but I know what you're saying like budgeting seems so foreign foreign at least to me and so you're trying to just put it into terms that people know and that people can relate to or like understand yeah so like if if you don't like if nobody's familiar with this like a mac like macronutrients are just proteins fats and carbs like that's simple that's it um like personally me I don't track my macros I just try to hit my protein so I'm like okay I know I should be eating x amount of protein every day to be a healthy human so I think of protein as like my savings. So the monthly income is kind of similar to like your daily recommended calorie intake. And then your protein would be your savings. Like, okay, I have to hit my savings this month. Right. And then the other buckets within the protein, it's going to be personal for everyone too. So It kind of just is what is important to you to save towards. So I have like house, travel, there's like a contingency fund that you could save for. So like if you lost your job or say your car needed repairs or something like that. And then you could also like invest a portion into the stock market. So those are like common savings buckets within that savings bucket. Then you can have another bucket. So my second sector would be fixed costs. So like rent, phone bill, insurance, food, gas, and like food and gas, those are going to be variable, but like, I still set a limit within like my monthly expenses. Um, And this kind of helps you just stay on track. Like even when things go up with inflation, like you can, you either cut them out or you can find substitutes or you can make it work. Like I stopped buying avocados (laughs) because they have like tripled in price. So yeah, I've just like made, made adjustments that way. Then the third sector is like your free spending. So it's still a set amount, but you can spend it on whatever you want. The reason why I think that works is because there are so many budgeting or like saving money techniques that are like, don't buy your $5 Starbucks, you're wasting your time. And it's like, well, who are you to say that that $5 Starbucks is somebody wasting their money? Like, it's not going to work for somebody because then they're going to be like, oh my God, I just, I really want my Starbucks. You never know what makes somebody's day, right? So I think budgeting is like, it's just so personal. And I think people need to find a balanced approach to budgeting and like something that 
works toward a long-term goal. So when you think about your budget, like you should be thinking about like your one-year goal, a five-year goal, and a 10-year goal. And those are going to look different to everybody. But I think that's like the first step to just kind of, you have to have a direction or else you don't know where you're going to end up, right? And I think the the most important thing as well is to know where your money is going. Like I talk to so many people and they're like, I have no idea what I spend my money on. Yeah. Okay. This is speaking to me because A, I feel like I'm directionless in my finances. B, like I wrote in our outline those like monthly charges from like Apple iCloud for like storage that are just like $4.99 a month and you just like don't think about it. But then like well, that's five bucks times 12. So it's like 60 bucks a year. And then I'm like, is, do I need that? Or could I just get an external hard drive and save that 60 bucks a year? Like it's those types of things that I'm like, oh, I sometimes don't know where my money's going. Yeah. And it's, it is kind of scary. And I think it's important to, there are like, there's so many apps out there to help you. Yeah. But again, like, I get really overwhelmed with apps and I really like pencil. Like I love pencil to paper. So I have, I write out, like I plan my weekends. Like I'm like, okay, I estimate how much I'm going to spend each weekend. I do have like a set amount that I can spend Mm -hmm. each weekend. But then, and then also like reflection, like going back and, and looking at your budget. I'm rambling. (laughs) No, I think that's such a good point because and I used to do that way more often, like even just like look at my bank statements. And then I got anxiety about two years ago and I completely stopped. And I know that's so fucking bad, but I like don't even look at my bank statements. I feel like I'm going to get canceled. (laughs) People are probably like, fuck this bitch. But like it's just an anxiety that I have because I don't get. Like, all of the things that you just explained to me were in, like, lay person terms. But it's, like, every time I go to the bank, they're talking, like, all this gibberish. And I was, like, I don't know what you're saying. And then I just leave overwhelmed and I don't do anything about it. So, like, are you confused about, like, what to save in, like, different different financial instruments? I think, like, what where would you suggest someone starting if they don't currently have a budget but think it would be wise to start one? I think the first thing that you should do is figure out where your money is going. Money in, money out cannot be more than money in Yeah. or else you're going to make your future self broke. Like that's the simplest thing. Remember when I got a message in Mexico that was just like, it was from BMO and it was like, three months in a row, you've had more money out than in. And I'm like, cool I'm on fucking vacation right now (laughs) I don't need that kind of negativity in my life yeah I was like how dare you (laughs) like (laughs) oh my god so funny okay so looking at your bank statements reflecting on uh where your money is going yeah I I think that that's like a good first step of what I'm gonna do is like look at my monthly subscriptions and stuff and just look at where I can be a little bit more frugal, like with my Spotify and stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, I think it's, it is really important to take the baby steps because, like, with anything, like, if you go B to the W, like, you're going to throw in the towel. It's going to yes. become, like, so overwhelming. So, like, just start with something small. 
another thing is like for me I used to be like a click consumer like I used to buy shit online I used to give into like anything that an influencer posts and I'd be like oh my god I need that right the biggest thing that has helped me I seriously I just have like a note on my phone yes I make a list I'm like yes okay I really want this and I go and I add this to my note and then it it almost gives me a satisfaction like I'm buying it because I'm like, okay, I'm going to put this on my list for later. I would say nine times out of 10, I don't end up buying the item. I do the same thing and it That's is so great. wild. Oh, thank yeah. you. I do have a note of like, you know, home things I want, clothes I want, and like beauty and skincare stuff that I want mm. because TikTok especially is so good at selling stuff because you're like oh it's not a celebrity endorsing something it's a real person like me and I've bought some of the stuff from TikTok that people have endorsed and I haven't loved like some of the things I haven't loved so I've definitely been like putting it on a note and then you're right like sometimes I'll find something better or find out I don't need it or like find something that's like equivalent in my like storage unit and it's like oh I just don't need this yeah like using something that you already have is huge yeah have you bought any celebrity products or something that a celebrity has endorsed I bought the Kristen Cavallari DP Hue blonde brush yes save your freaking money. Yeah, I, w- I was really disappointed in that. But I was... Oh, my God. That was definitely, like, a like an impulse buy. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no. No, girl. Oh, my God. That's so wild. I, I'm on the verge of buying Skims. I've put it in my cart, like, a million times and then taken it out. Um, but I've heard really good reviews. But I was thinking, because you asked me this question, and I was like, no, no, like, I don't do that. And then I was like, oh, no, remember when I was obsessed with Emma Chamberlain and I bought a fucking, like, $400 Nespresso (laughs) machine? Yes, I remember. And I, like, got into coffee. Like, thanks, Emma. Now I have to have a coffee every day. Like, before (laughs) I didn't fucking drink coffee and I was, like, 27 years old. Like, I got through university without drinking coffee, which, like, is annoying, but I actually do like it. And then, like... Just, like, little shit, like, she uses Carmex, so I bought, like, fucking, like, 10 Carmex, like, lip balms. Those I actually endorse. Yeah, that's, it was, like, five bucks, and, like, I actually, it's actually good. (laughs) But the Nespresso was so fucking dumb. So I guess, like, she didn't necessarily, like, endorse it, but, like, it was just part of all of her. I was influenced. It was part of all her videos. Have you heard of that? Like, you know the Hailey Bieber Hailey Bieber smoothie yes okay. of course so I'm not in LA but I like forced our mutual friend Kenzie I was like yeah. you have to go to Erewhon or however you pronounce oh, it oh because she's in LA yes. right now oh my god so yeah. I was influenced I made her go buy it at her own expense yeah. um <laughs> and I made her like give I was like I want like a food critic review <laughs> and she would yeah. provide. Apparently, yeah. it's all the hype. Yeah, it's worth the thirty dollars, I guess. <laughs> I was just gonna say, I bet it's twenty dollars U.S., which is thirty dollars Canadian. Yeah, that's painful. But I mean, if I could have Haley Bieber skin, and if that's what she attributes it to, I would probably 
fit that into my budget. Well, it's that and her Road Beauty. Have you bought any of her Road products? I have not. Uh, I just, yeah, again, it's like, mm, I want it. Do I need it? No, I don't. Yeah. It's just not fitting in my budget. But um, yeah. yeah, I'm kind of. I'm kind of scared. I've heard good reviews about Rogue Beauty, especially like, okay, you guys were talking about on the pod the other last episode, I think. Yeah. But I'm kind of like, I don't know. I have like PTSD after Rare Beauty. So. Oh my gosh. You didn't like Rare Beauty. No, I did not. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Cause that gets pretty good reviews. I think too. I so. know. Yeah. Okay. Like usually I have like, my skin is like as oily as like, a fast food chain fryer <laughs> <laughs> like within yep. 10 minutes yeah <laughs> like you can see the shine on the zoom call and I like blotted beforehand but <laughs> <laughs> me too yeah apparently the rare beauty primer was like a made for oily skin maybe but okay maybe Sephora was just like marketing it wrong but um but yeah it like did not do me any justice like it, in fact it probably made me like more of a grease ball so <laughs> okay that's so funny okay I also want to say this is like a little bit of a side tangent this shine on my face is snail mucin have you heard of this no is this like legit from snail yeah I'm pretty sure it's like snail like excrement <laughs> oh. is that legal yeah 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 and okay I'm not gonna lie so it blew up on TikTok this snail mucin product everyone's like it gives you this glass look this dewy look it's better than hyaluronic acid or glycerin or like any other type of things that lock in moisture so I was like okay okay I'll try it but I don't think we got it in Canada but then it got it came to Walmart and I was like okay I'll try it it's about the equivalent of my hyaluronic acid so it would be like a fine swap and then I was like but do I really want to put like I think it's like literally snail like it's like snail trail or like snail boogers or like snail body parts I don't even know what it is I do not even know what it is but it is something it is 96% snail something and it has no scent it's clear it feels really good but I was like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. But I finally did it. And I've used it for two days. And I'm not going to lie. I think it really works. Okay, like at least your face isn't orange. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. From the buckthorn berry ordinary product. Yeah. That ruined my life and almost ended my career. <laughs> but thanks. Thanks. Be ordinary. Oh, my God. Real, real RTBP listeners will know. Yeah. Know that story. Like, Throwback. But, okay, the other thing I wanted to talk about, money, and then we can wrap up with just, like, what people can expect from Woke Wallet Project. But I wanted to, like, talk about our jobs as from high school. Because I was talking to my friend. We went to American Eagle this weekend. And I worked at American Eagle in my second year of university. And I literally thought I was, like, the hottest bitch because when I was young, I was, like, only, like, the most gorgeous, like, coolest people work at American Eagle. So when I was hired, I was, like, oh, my God, that's me. <laughs> and I don't think I made $1 that summer because I spent it all on clothes. <laughs> like, like, I literally probably broke even or paid them. <laughs> like, <laughs> when I Also, when I picture 
high school Tori, you were like yeah. head to toe, not just American Eagle, but you're like American Eagle, Abercrombie, and Hollister, yes. like head yeah. to toe. Yeah, with it was old so navy flip flops every day. Yeah. Yeah. Dead. Oh my god, yes. I did upgrade to like Havana's or Havianas or whatever yeah. those are called, but like still rock or rubber foot flop. <laughs> That's so funny. Do you have any fun high school job stories? I was reflecting. Okay, I worked at the keg. Uh the mm. keg is like a chain steakhouse in Canada. I don't know if it's in in the States, but I don't think so. It's kind of fancy, like like I don't know it's a bit expensive if I if my job there and my work ethic had any implication on who I would be as a professional and an adult I am so surprised at how far (laughs) I have come from that employee I was the worst employee ever no okay no who was the worst employee the aforementioned Kenzie I talk to her, her about this all the time. We worked at the cake. Yeah, she works with you. And that how there was, you were both hosts and there was dessert. And we would take, <laughs> okay, I'm Are so you? sorry. I'm probably going to get like arrested or sued but yeah, by like the FDA or whatever. Yeah. We would literally take the cakes out of the freezer or the fridge <laughs> before the like pre-serving to customers we would take our fingers like dirty fingers <laughs> swipe them around the cake lick our fingers and repeat like, <laughs> like the key lime pie I was like girl or like cheesecake I was like girl that's not even worth it like okay but I at rap zone <gasps> that was the best on- job it was the best job, honestly, live and die by rap zone. I still I still believe that. But I would sit in the freezer and eat the cookie dough. <laughs> like, like, so I was like basically the same, but it was like in chunks. So it wasn't like unsanitary. <laughs> and then okay, there was this time that I think about like literally once a day if I make a smoothie because rap zone was like wraps kind of like Subway. If people don't know, it was like. You could either choose a preset wrap or you would make your own. And then the drinks were smoothies. And there was one time it was so busy and I was by myself. And this chick ordered like a mixed berry smoothie, but it had a whole banana in it. And so I put all the ingredients that you needed into the blender. And I blended it for like two minutes or whatever as I was like doing something else for someone else. And then so the blender was done. So I took it off the machine and I poured it into the cup. I'm literally dying. And the entire banana. <laughs> so like everything was mixed, but the entire banana <laughs> stayed intact. And I poured it into the cup and the banana went into the cup. And then like you couldn't see it because the smoothie would like covered it. So you could <laughs> This is so bad. And I just put the lid on and the straw and gave it to her. So she would have been drinking her smoothie and been like, what's this chunk? And it was a whole banana. So, you know, when you're like 16 and you just like, you don't think of like consequences or like, you don't think of anything when you're 16. You like only think about yourself. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm so busy. I just (laughs) need to pour this and go. 
<laughs> it is so bad. I thought you were going to um, say about the time that you washed your hair yeah, in the no, Rapsom sink before yes. a party. Yeah, okay. I was also a working gal and not many of our other friends had jobs or at least I was working late like a Friday night in the summer and like I feel like every night in the summer we went out like even if it was a weekday. It was like one of those summers and I showed up looking just heinous. Hey daddy. <laughs> to wrap My zone. favorite words this day. Yeah, me too. And I was like, okay, I'll just like get dressed and then leave after work then I was like running late or something like that and I was like oh I need a shower and stuff like that oh I might cut this out but I was like I'll just like rinse my hair in the back with like the long hose yeah like, the dish hose oh my god <laughs> the We're... industrial hose like the dish yeah. hose yeah my but like hair never cleaner <laughs> like, like the pressure on that bad boy was unreal but it was so bad then I just left out the back door and um, went to a party yeah and also it was so bad your eye was like always plugged in oh my god I was just gonna say I also played I was allowed to play my own music which I often was the playlist like I was the aux chord girl in our group <laughs> But my purple, I, my iPod for anyone who doesn't get that rough, but like I played like the most, like I bet I played Pussy Money Weed by Lil Wayne. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, did. Like, like just to like the customers, like what the fuck? <laughs> oh my God, I was such a bad cake. But like my other job was at Excess Cargo and we had like the worst return policy in our entire lives. And basically, you would you would sign the bottom and circle the return policy. So if people came back and were pissed, you'd be like, well, sir, I explained it here. And this is the return policy, <laughs> which like, was that fair? Probably not. But that was just what we did. And then this person came, came <laughs> to the store and wanted to return this like glass bowl that was like kind of like a vase. So I was the cashier. They came up and they're like, hey, I want to return this. I was like, oh, we don't return items. Uh, sorry, it's like a refurbished product store. And they're like, well, I didn't know about the policy. And I was like, can I see your receipt, please? And then I saw it was me that explained it to them. So I was like, oh, like it's circled and signed here, meaning I explained it to you. I'm so sorry that you can't return this like $15 vase. <laughs> the person <laughs> turns around, drops it. It shatters. What? It completely shatters. And they walk away and they're like, well, I guess I don't need it anyways. And I was like, this is psycho. <laughs> it was so, it was so bad. But like, I was like, that could have been like trauma. But I, I, like, I moved on quickly, I guess. We've had we've had more fulfilling and better. We've been better at our jobs since then. When I was working at the keg, sometimes we would have to like do food runs for servers. First of all, I was like always pissed when people would like tell me to do something. Like I would be like, oh, I fucking hate that person. And I'm like, like looking back, they like were, those were my were, like that was my job. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So like, I did a food run like with some major dude. I had to deliver some crab legs, like crab legs. So they probably mm. it's probably like a I don't know forty dollar meal. Well, I dropped the crab legs like as I was like 
approaching the table. <laughs> there was one crab leg left on the plate. I served it to the person who saw me drop her crab legs. And I fucking ran away. Like, <laughs> I didn't tell the server. I didn't bring them new crab legs. Like, how am I employable today? <laughs> I don't know. That's so funny. So then they were, like, in shock. And then they probably went to the server, like, hi, I got one of six crab legs. I actually have no idea. Because then, like, after that, I got, like, my next shift, I got cut after 10 minutes. So, like, they were probably, like, let's just send this girl home. Okay, but also, like, did you say to, like, someone who could clean up, like, No, I said hey. nothing. Okay, so then I was like, someone's going to walk by and fucking see problem. the problem. <laughs> I'm done. Okay. Okay, I swear to God, I'm a good employee. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so funny. Anyways, making money is important. (laughs) (laughs) What can people expect on the Woke Wallet Instagram? Like, why should they follow? I think the Woke Wallet project, I hope it's going to be a realistic approach to budgeting for people. I hope there's some practical tools that people can use. And I also hope to show people that you can live on a budget and also like live a fulfilling life. Like, I still do fun things on the weekends. Um, so I was thinking of doing, like, a, like a weekend wrap-up where I show you, like, what I did and how much money I spent, how I, can, how I like, save money on the weekends, but still, like, I don't, I don't cut out, like, my social life or I like to have a bevy. So, like, I don't cut those things out, really. But I have, like, adjusted my life to make it work, to make it work with my budget. And I probably have, like, a more fulfilling life than ever, spending way less than I did before. Yeah. So I hope I hope I can share that with other people. It's really just for fun, but let's see how it, how it blossoms. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I love that. So follow your At The Woke Wallet po- project. Yeah. I was going to say podcast. <laughs> Stay tuned for the, the podcast at some point. Maybe that's what it blossoms into. Okay, let's get into, like, the celebrity gossip of this episode the first thing that we wanted to talk about was Tarek and Heather Heather famously from Selling Sunset Tarek from like HGTV but they're expecting a baby boy together and they did like like you know poppers blue confetti kind of baby announcement on Instagram what are your thoughts on Tarek and Heather I actually like them as a couple I don't like either of them personally. Oh my god. But, okay. But like, I, okay, I actually really liked, okay, so Heather in the beginning seasons of Selling Sunset, I was like, eh, hit or miss, like, right? kind of neutral. But the last yes. season, I was like, I, I have so much respect for you as a human. Yes, she became, like, literally my favorite. Right? I just think she's like, like, I don't want to take any, like, political advice from her kind of person no no, no, no. like anything she, she's having a, a a gender reveal party we're not taking advice right. from this yeah this chick. <laughs> but, but like I think that she's actually like a good human and yeah she's a good friend and I think I don't know she just seems like she has values yeah I do think she's a really good friend I think her and Tarek like weirdly work together mm-hmm. And I think she's a really good stepmom, and I think she's going to be a good mom. I do, too. 
Yeah, so Tarek has two kids before with Christina. Christina, yeah, I forgot her last name, but uh... me too. She was also an HGTV host. Uh, so she has Taylor, who's eleven, and Brayden, who is six. Apparently, they're really excited, and Heather really has talked a lot about how being a stepmom has been so fulfilling and. She's so grateful for that relationship. So I'm just, I'm happy for them. Another thing, like in Selling Sunset, I don't know if you noticed, but she always referred to Tarek's kids as her kids, which I thought was really nice. Like, you know, she doesn't say Tarek's kids or like, it was just like, she just assumed that role so naturally. Not assumed, but like, you know. Stepped into it. Yeah. Yeah. So to speak, like stepmom, but... I, yeah, I'm really excited for them. I don't like Tark as a person. I just think he's such a douchebag. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's something that Heather sees. Obviously, um, yeah, there must be some good qualities. And he's been through a lot too. Like I don't know if you know, like he's had cancer twice. Oh my god, I did not. Yeah. Know so like when he was filming, I don't remember the the TV show that him and um, Christina, Christina had. had. It was some flop type of like, or something. Yeah, like house flippers. Yeah, I think it was like a nurse who was watching the show noticed he had a lump on his neck. Yeah, and so he had some kind of lymphoma. Like, I don't even know the technical term, but like lymphatic cancer. Wow. Yeah, and then a couple years later, he had uh, testicular cancer. Yeah, I know. So he has been through a lot. I just like, yeah, I don't know. I don't like how he's talked about his ex-wife. Same, same. And like a few months ago, they were watching like either Taylor Braden's soccer game. And yeah, Christina Tarek. Yeah. And Heather got into like a a screaming match Mm -hmm. on like the side of the soccer field, which I don't think it was ever like defined of what they were fighting about, but... I don't think it was ever yeah. disclosed, but then yeah. Heather came out and said that they like reconciled um, yes. because one of the, I think the son was in the hospital for like appendicitis that night or something. Yeah. So yeah, I think that was really like big of Heather to come out and say that too. Like, I just think she's like a good person. I don't know. Yeah, me too. I, I get good vibes mm-hmm. from her. Do you think that they're going to show the pregnancy or like the birth on Selling Sunset? Hundo P. Do you think Christine's going to be jelly because she's the new mom? I don't know. I think she probably will have some kind of like nasty comment because it's Christine. Uh, But I think Heather's a big enough person that she'll like brush it off and she'll be like, well, I don't care, Christine, you're out of line or something. Or how dare you? (laughs) How dare you bring my child into this drama or something along those lines? Um. But I could, I don't know. I don't expect anything good from Christine, so probably. Literally. Yeah. But if they do the same storyline where Christine sends an over-the-top flower arrangement to Heather's baby shower, I'll be pissed. Oh, my God. I almost we're not forgot. that stupid. Yeah. 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 Like, I bet they would do that and be like, oh, no one will notice. I will notice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they have a new show together, Tarek and Heather, on the, I think, on HGTV. So maybe they'll show more of their baby story there I think I think that'll work I think we'll probably see Heather leave the Oppenheimer group then or maybe I don't know maybe it'll tie in somehow um but yeah I could see her going to selling OC because she 
and Tarek actually live in the OC. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So maybe because then I think they have to commute to LA to film the show. So I could see her maybe moving down there. Yeah. So like, yeah, one more thing about Tarek. And it's just like kind of ironic how he's just going to do like the same show that he had with his ex-wife. And she looks like the exact exactly. same. They look the exact same. And then was it Tarek or Heather? I don't think Heather would have said it, but correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't Tarek say like, oh, Heather is my ex-wife, but hotter and richer? I think he said something like very similar to that. Yeah. Yeah. And then now he's going to create like the exact same life that Show. they had, career that they had together. I'm just like, Ugh. yeah. But anyway. Yeah. I'm happy I, for Heather, but. Me too. If she's happy, I'm happy. Yeah. But like Tarek, it's just like eye roll. Yeah. Okay. Another thing, like another kind of flashback from our high school days. Another thing that was very frequently on my IPE was High School Musical. And a few weeks ago, Vanessa Hudgens was seen at East High in Salt Lake City. And she posted a little TikTok of her and some, you know, High School Musical music. And then this week, Zach was there. What do you think is going on with these two? I don't know. I feel like because it was one month apart, that kind of says a lot. Like, I feel like if it was in, like, a day or a week or two, that would be, like, more, like, indicative that they're going to come back for a reunion. But I don't know. Like, Vanessa has kind of, like, poo-pooed any reunion. But then Zach has been, like, publicly being, like, DTR. Which is so DTF. DTF or DTR? DTR. Down to reunion. Oh, my God. Duh. Or down to reunite. (laughs) Reunite. Okay, I'm obsessed with that. I thought you were saying define define the relationship. Oh, no. And I was like, could there be a a reunion of Vanessa and Zach? I I would love that. Yeah. My, My... 15 year old heart would be so happy (laughs) but I agree like okay so it was super weird because Vanessa when there was like the 10 year reunion or whatever they did Vanessa was there and Zach wasn't and then it's kind of flipped where now Zach is the one who is engaging with it and she's not but you're right like I think that if it was a reunion it would be they would post a full cast photo or it would be on similar days so my guess is that they are doing a cameo for season four or season three or season four because it got picked up for both of them but of high school musical the musical series I think you're on the right track what would you like what would you hope would happen like ideal world forgetting all the evidence that you have like what would be your dream situation that they go into the rooftop and do a performance <laughs> in the garden, like, rooftop. <laughs> like, that's the dream. <laughs> but we know that's not going to happen. So uh, I think, like, more realistically, yeah, maybe, like, Vanessa meets with Nini, who is played by Olivia Rodrigo, and is – because she is, like, a guest. Like, she's not part of the main cast for season three. I doubt she's coming back for season four. Maybe she comes to the school and, like, gives her a pep talk and she, like, leaves or whatever. I don't know what Zach would be doing, but I think that's the most likely thing because Corbin Blue is on the season playing himself and they're doing, like, a Camp Rock slash Frozen 
I don't know how like, I feel about that. It's so weird because Camp Rock was like trying to capitalize on High School Musical's like success back in the day. So it's like it's weird that now they're doing it again. Yeah. But then Frozen as they're like, you know, semesterly musical or whatever is just so weird. I feel like one thing about these kind of nostalgic things is like the nostalgia feels good because it's like, you know, it's not going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's not coming back. So I'm kind of like, oh, I don't know what I want to happen. I kind of just want to leave it as it is. Sometimes it you is know? better to leave it as it is. Like, remember the Gilmore Girls reboot? Yeah. Like, like sometimes it is truly better to just not do the sequel, not do the reboot, not do any of that stuff. Okay, but actually one thing I'm actually really pissed about. The Lizzie McGuire reboot. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think about that, again, as I'm, like, falling asleep at night. <laughs> they they filmed two episodes, and we will never see them, and I am so fucking pissed. I, I'm actually heartbroken, and I don't know when I will get over this. Me, too. I will get over it when they finally move it from Disney Plus to Hulu and give us the adult version <laughs> of the show. Yeah, I ended up watching How I Met Your Father, and I thought it was super cute. I binged it in, like, one day. Oh, yeah, I've got to watch that. I love Hilary Duff. I just think she's so great. She's so great, and it really, like, scratched my Lizzie McGuire itch. But, yeah, I just fucking want Lizzie McGuire back. Have you watched Younger? Side note. Yes. Okay, good. Yes, I have watched the whole thing. Yeah, five times. I've watched it five times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a rewatch, too, Mm -hmm. so that's yeah, I love that. Okay, now we're at the part of the show where I'm going to nominate a Pettyweight Champion of the Week, someone in the media who did something petty and I thought it was iconic. I texted Lindsay. I was like, I have to talk about this. And she was like, <laughs> she was like, I get my news from, from from like just Jared and like E! News or whatever you said. And yeah. I was like, okay, same, but... This is some Gen Z gossip that I'm I've been following for like two years. Take it away. So Sabrina Carpenter is the chick that I've been saying chick a lot. I need like I fucking hate that. Who it's am better I? Better okay. than Chica. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm such a millennial. Yeah. I just want to say Chica sometimes. Like, <laughs> remember in all I think of when I when I hear Chica is like what was that movie Freaky Friday. And her punk rock friend always wore that shirt that said Chica. Chica? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's... that's what I think oh of God. when I hear Chica. So I'm like, okay. That's so funny. Chica's okay. better than Chica. True, true, true. Sabrina Carpenter is my pettyweight champion of the week. A small recap if no one's been following this, but it was big drama when Olivia Rodrigo's first song came out driver's license and it references lyrics about a blonde girl being or like taking away her boyfriend and them getting together referencing joshua bassett and sabrina carpenter and there was many things that happened after that like joshua literally went to the hospital for like stressed induced like heart failure or like septic Mm -hmm. i don't know i'm gonna sound so dumb but like when your body just like gives up living yeah (laughs) and he was really impacted sabrina released a song called skin which has some scathing lyrics like 
Maybe we could have been friends if I met you in another life. Maybe then we could pretend there's no gravity in the words we write. Maybe you didn't mean it. Maybe blonde was the only rhyme mentioning the blonde lyric in Driver's License. Anyways, it kind of fizzles out, but this was everything everyone was talking about in January 2021. At the Met Gala this May, Sabrina and Olivia were seen talking, which was really interesting. And then... You, we kind of, you know, heard Josh's side of the story, Sabrina's, Olivia's. And then Sabrina released, I think, a single from her new album, like Emails I Never Sent. And there is a song called Because I Liked a Boy. And I'm going to read you out some lyrics. It says, who knew cuddling on trampolines could be so reckless? We bonded over black eyed peas and complicated exes. And this kind of refers to... Olivia's lyrics when she says I bet you taught her or showed her Billy Joel and then she goes now I'm a homewrecker I'm a slut I got death threats filling up semi trucks tell me who I am guess I don't have a choice all because I liked I'm (laughs) I'm guessing it's like a boy (laughs) I'm the hot topic on your tongue I'm a rebound getting around stealing from the young Because in the song, Driver's License, she says that the blonde is older. Then it says, tell me who I am. I guess I don't have a choice. All because I liked a boy. Finally, the lyrics says, was only trying to hold you close while your heart was failing. It's not internet illusion. Just two kids going through it. Again, referencing Joshua Bassett's heart failure. So this is like, I feel like the clapback of a century. But also just, like, clinging on (laughs) to, like, whatever, like, storyline she had in this thing. I'm like, girl, this was two years ago. Like, let's move on. She has, like, had multiple boyfriends since. So I think she's, like, super over it. But I totally get that it would be really tough if, because, like, okay, I feel like this is every, I don't want to say girl's dream because, like, any child's dream and maybe I'm I'm projecting majorly but it's like okay I want to be on Disney Channel obviously and I want to be the yeah same I'm like I cannot believe I've aged out of Disney Channel like I would have to be the mom now (laughs) like so dark um but it's like hey well if I'm the female male or I if I'm the female main character and there's a male main character love interest like and we fall in love a la Vanessa and Zach, Kristen and Rob, uh, Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield. Like, that's the dream. <laughs> that's the fucking dream. So I feel like when her and Joshua broke up, even if he was a little bit shitty or like whatever, I feel like it would just be really tough to get over. I feel really bad for her. You obviously aren't a Sabrina Carpenter, like, listener, but I'm actually going to check out her album. I've liked her, like, some of her previous songs. It's no Olivia Rodrigo, for sure, but it's, like, fun, poppy, earworm type of songs. I do like Olivia Rodrigo. I think my problem and, like, why I'm not as versed in this drama is because I literally only listen to, like, reggaeton and Spanish (laughs) music. It's true. It's true. Olivia Rodrigo's album 
even though it was only 34 minutes, is, I think, like, a masterpiece. It's really good. The lyrics are really good. And I think it's hard to find lyrics with the depth anymore. Yes. And especially at her age, I was just really impressed. Yeah. Almost like Alessia Cara, but better. Like, Alessia Cara's music is still very poppy, whereas Olivia Rodrigo was iconic. Like, almost timeless lyrics. Yes, that's so true. Yeah. Also, where did Alessia Cara like go? What a Canadian icon. <laughs> <laughs> One hit like, once. Yeah. Yeah, truly. Okay, it is finally time for This Week in Petty, where Lindsay is going to share a story about something that happened to her in real life that she's petty about. What are you petty about this week? Yeah, I'm like ultra petty. I've actually scaled back on the pet because I had like, I I actually had like a handful of items where I was like, hey, I want to discuss this on the podcast, but I have to remember like, this is not my therapy session. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, I have three stories, but I scaled it down to two. I was like, okay, just bring them all. (laughs) Let's get into it. (laughs) Okay. The first thing that I wanted to be petty about. So recently, my partner and I, we purchased a new vehicle. And when you, Ooh. yeah. Okay, side note for anybody who's going to at me. It's cheaper right now to buy a new car than it is to buy a used car. <laughs> yeah. You're so funny. No one's going to at you. But yes, I'm sure you budgeted it out. Oh, Don't worry. oh also, side, another side note. Yeah. A PSA for everybody. You can negotiate your car price. (laughs) I thought that this was like common knowledge and like everybody fucking did this. And Tori was like, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, I was over at Lindsay's house like a month ago and she was like, oh, yeah, like when we're like negotiating car prices. And I was like, just wait, you can do that. (laughs) I thought it was a fixed price. Like you walk into a store when you buy something and you just go to the till and buy it but apparently that's not the case i'm so dumb like you should like negotiate like anything that you can like including yeah. including like your rent yeah your I'm phone just, like, bill, <laughs> your internet fuck i am so bad i'm so bad i'm just like i'll sign whatever paper just yeah, like, just, just to like, avoid anything yeah yeah but anyway so we we got our new car finally and they give you like a free sirius xm trial and i was like i i always use spotify but anyway i was like well let's just see what's on sirius xm i remember sirius xm from like riding in my mom's car and my mom used to always play, like, 70s on 7 or, like, you know, those, like, flashback channels. And I was like, oh, this is such shit. Like, I just was, like, you know, an annoyed teenager or, like, early 20s about it. Well, I found out that they have a channel now and it's 10s on 10 or something. And I was like, <laughs> at first I was, like, so fucking pumped. And I was like, oh, I, like, had the biggest epiphany. I was like. This is how I know I'm aging because they now have a specific channel for my fucking decade. Oh my God. My heart like hit my butt. I was like, oh my God, but it's actually the best channel. So I'm petty about it because I'm like, shit, thanks SiriusXM for, you know, making us millennials feel old, but it's where it's at. I don't think I'm going to pay for the subscription. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I like get that though, because like I'm a 92 baby. So like when it's like 90s hits, I'm like, 
yeah, I like vibe with it, but it's not like my decade. And then like 2000s, like I was still really young. So again, like I get it, but it, it, I was really young, but the 2010s obviously is like, those are the bangers. Yeah. I guess actually the 2010s, I was already in university. (laughs) (laughs) Such good music. Oh, that's so funny. Wild. I, I wouldn't have guessed that they have a channel like that or like they probably have fucking radio station. Well, this, I guess this is a radio station, but like, on public channels, not on Sirius XM that are for for us oldies. I know. I just I can't believe our decade's already on a channel. So I'm like I'm like pissed. I'm a bitter buddy about it, but I'm also like kind of happy and I like blur it. So Yeah, you yeah, know what? yeah. I'm just gonna accept it and roll with it. Okay, I love that. I can see you driving around in your car, Austin. <laughs> I don't know, Justin Bieber, Calvin Harris, Rihanna. Rihanna. We found yes. love. Yes. Oh my god, that that song stands the test of time. And then another TWIP extra. Yeah, okay. I so glad that you also put this in my notes because in my head I call it Twip. This weekend Betty, Twip, Avi. But no one else does. So when you put in like TWIP, I was like, fuck yeah. (laughs) Let's make this happen. Okay. This one is like relates back to episode 100 actually. So I'm at the gym. It's Monday night. Yeah. I see the Stairmaster. It's all for me. I'm like, fuck yes. This is a good night. I get the notification that RTVP episode 100 is out (laughs) on Spotify. And I'm like, oh, my God, the stars have aligned. I, like, climb the Stairmaster. I get my workout on, and I hit play. I accidentally hit two times for the speed. (laughs) You know when you're working out and you work out with workout music that's, like, BPM or, you know what I mean? Like Yeah, you go to the beat. Yeah. So I was like, hey, this might actually work. Okay, Tori's voice on high speed just sounds so like natural like I was like oh my god Tori's talking really fast now but it just like it just worked for you like it just sounds yes right I advocate for this listen to RTBP on I would say 1.5 the jokes hit different they do but I almost had cardiac arrest because I was <laughs> trying to keep up with the podcast like I was going at the speed of the pod <laughs> My cardiovascular system was not equipped. My heart rate was like 173. Like I couldn't. Did you check on your Apple Watch? No, yeah, I checked my, yeah, and I was like sweating buckets. Um, yes. Yeah, I checked my Apple Watch. The, the heart monitors on the machine didn't work. Like luckily, <laughs> because they probably would have shut down. They would have been, like, dangerous <laughs> levels. <laughs> this was, like, one time Rowan, my sister, and I went to Disneyland in 2019. And we went on the, like, it's in Disneyland. I can't remember what it's called, but it's, like, railroad something. And we were on it. And it was, like, going over, like, the bumps and the drops and stuff like that. And she looks at her Apple Watch, like, on the little railing. And she's, like, <laughs> she's like I should be dead right now. <laughs> 
because she's a nurse, so she knows like BPM or not beats per minute. Yeah, yeah. Well, is it beats per minute? Okay. Yeah. She knows like heart rate, so she's like, she just looks at me. She's like, I should be dead right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Well, I bet you did get a good workout in. But it was the best God. workout of my life. God, it didn't kill you. <laughs> I so appreciate you listening. That's amazing. Love it. But I actually had like the worst work review one year when the when the pod first came out. Because I was listening to the pod at work. And like I have to be like super focused, like hyper focused Me too. at work. Me too. But I was, like, distracted by the pod. <laughs> and it was, like, in my review, they were, like, we really noticed that your quality of work has gone down. And we think it oh might God. be because you are listening to podcasts at work. Oh, my God, Lindsay. Oh, my God. That's so funny. I'm the same. I can only listen to, like, classical music. Yeah. Or, like, wor- like music without words when I'm working. Or, like, a visa chill. <laughs> Yeah, it's my playlist for music. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so fucking funny. I love when I hear where people listen to the podcast because it just seems so intimate. Like if it's like in the shower, like cooking, or on your like hot girl walk. Like I just (laughs) love all of that. Yeah, I just had to like add that in there for you. I was like, oh my god, yeah, that's so sweet. Okay, that's it from us. Thank you so much for coming on. This was so much fun. I I don't laugh harder with anybody else, truly. Where can the listeners find you and anything else you want to plug? Uh, you can find me at The Woke Wallet Project on Instagram. Also my personal at Lindsay Mia with two A's. My Remember, I'm a wannabe influencer, so just hit me up. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> me too, but it's like I don't like – doing any of the things that influencers do so it's like so counterproductive like taking a selfie I've had to take a selfie for this podcast and I've been like too hain to take a picture for two weeks I'm trying to schedule with my hair washing schedule and it's just like not working out I'm so sorry I'm the exact same because I'm always like oh I want to talk about this on TikTok and then I like look at I like turn the iPhone front camera on and I'm like, oh, like tomorrow and then tomorrow never comes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks for coming on. Thank you so much. This was so fun. And there you have it. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you to Lindsay for joining me on today's episode. If you're not already, you should follow me on socials at RTPP podcast and leave the podcast a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps listeners find us and grow the RTBP community so we can get awesome guests and put a lot back into this show and this really fun community that I love so dearly. (laughs) Thank you again for listening. Sincerely, I hope you are safe and healthy out there. As always, I'm your host, Tori, and I am ready to be petty. See you soon. Bye.